Triple negative breast cancer, TNBC, accounts for approximately 15% of all breast cancers diagnosed and is defined by the absence of estrogen receptor alpha, ER alpha, progesterone receptor, PR, and human epidermal growth factor receptor 2, HER2 amplification. TNBC typically occurs in young premenopausal women and is more prevalent in women of African American descent. Women diagnosed with TMBC usually present with larger tumors of higher grade that have spread to the lymph nodes. Despite current treatment strategies, which include surgery, chemotherapy, and radiation therapy, patients with TN disease are faced with a poor prognosis. In fact, 34% of patients with newly diagnosed TNBC will develop recurrent disease within five years of diagnosis following aggressive chemotherapy treatment. Therefore, a better understanding of the molecular pathways responsible for driving TNBC development and progression and the concurrent identification of novel therapeutic drug targets are vital steps to combating this breast cancer subtype. We have previously demonstrated that a second form of the estrogen receptor, ER-beta, is expressed in approximately 30% of TNBCs and have shown that proliferation of ER-beta positive TNBC cell lines is significantly inhibited following estrogen treatment. A recent meta-analysis of ER-beta expression in breast cancer showed significant associations with increased disease-free survival, DFS, and overall survival, OS, in ER-alpha negative patients. These data support the notion that drugs designed to specifically activate ER-beta may elicit therapeutic benefit in the portion of TNBC patients with ER-beta positive disease. Past studies have suggested that one of the mechanisms by which ER-beta functions as a tumor suppressor in breast cancer is through alterations in cell cycle progression. Cell division is a well-orchestrated process that requires coordinated expression of key factors during specific points in the cell cycle in order to be successful. These factors include cyclin-dependent kinases, CDKs, which are heterodimeric serin threonine kinases that depend on cyclins, their binding partners, for catalytic activity. In humans, at present, there are 21 CDK genes which are known to be positive regulators of cell proliferation, gene transcription, and mRNA processing. Abnormal activation of CDKs results in increased proliferation of cancer cells and genomic instability. For these reasons, inhibition of CDK activity has received significant attention as a therapeutic approach to treat multiple forms of cancer. In breast cancer, CDK4 and CDK6 are among the most well-studied CDKs. CDK4 and 6 interact with cyclin D to drive cell cycle progression from G0 to early G1 phase. Palbosiclib, an inhibitor of CDK4 and CDK6, in combination with endocrine therapy, resulted in improved progression-free survival, PFS, in ER-alpha-positive, HER2-negative advanced breast cancer. Unfortunately, palbosiclib does not inhibit proliferation in TNBC cell lines. Although a recent study has demonstrated that blockade of CDK4-6 suppresses TNBC metastases. In the current study, we demonstrate that treatment of ER-beta expressing TNBC cells with estrogen or the ER-beta selective agonist LY500307 result in suppression of proliferation through blockade of cell cycle progression. Furthermore, activation of ER-beta was shown to significantly inhibit the growth of MDA-MB231 cell line xenografts in vivo. From a mechanistic standpoint, 
Ligand-mediated activation of ER-beta results in the suppression of a network of genes involved in cell cycle progression, including CDK1, CDK7, cyclin B, and cyclin H. SIRNA-mediated depletion or drug inhibition of CDK1 and CDK7 resulted in substantial decreases in TMBC cell proliferation, effects that were independent of ER-beta expression. Taken together, these data suggest that tumor-suppressive effects of ER-beta in TMBC are in part mediated by inhibition of genes involved in cell cycle progression and further provide support for the development of CDK1 and CDK7-specific inhibitors for the treatment of TNBC. We and others have shown that approximately 30% of all TNBCs express ER-beta and that estrogen treatment of ER-beta expressing TNBC cell lines results in decreased proliferation rates. Using a doxycycline dox, inducible ER-beta expressing MDA-MB231 cell line generated in our laboratory, we have confirmed that ligand-mediated transcriptional activation of ER-beta with either estrogen or multiple doses of the highly selective ER-beta agonist LY500307 results in significant inhibition of TNBC cell proliferation following five days of treatment. All concentrations of LY500307 used in this study resulted in significant repression of cell proliferation relative to vehicle-control-treated cells, effects that were nearly identical to that of one nanomole estrogen treatment. Given the observed decreases in TNBC cell proliferation following estrogen and ER-beta selective agonist treatment, we next sought to determine if these compounds induced programmed cell death. Using an antibody-based array, we analyzed the impact of 24 hours of estrogen treatment on the expression levels of 35 different apoptosis-related proteins in MDA-MB231 ER-beta cells. The expression levels of classic pro-apoptotic proteins such as cytochrome C, procaspase 3, and FAD did not significantly change with treatment, nor did a number of anti-apoptotic proteins such as XIAP, HIF-1-alpha, and CIAP. Furthermore, anexin-5 staining followed by flow cytometry did not indicate any induction of apoptosis following estrogen or LY500307 treatment for 24 hours or 5 days. Instead, a decrease in the percentage of apoptotic cells, as indicated by the number of cells in the upper right quadrant of the scatterplot, was observed following induction of ER-beta expression, an effect that was further magnified in the setting of ligand treatment. These data indicate that ER-beta mediated decreases in TNBC cell proliferation are not due to the induction of programmed cell death. Based on the above findings, we next assessed the impact of estrogen and LY500307 on cell cycle progression. Following 24 hours or 5 days of treatment with estrogen or LY500307 propindium iodide PI staining followed by flow cytometry analysis revealed a statistically significant accumulation of cells in the G1 phase of the cell cycle compared to vehicle-treated controls. These data indicate that the tumor-suppressive effects of ER-beta in TNBC cells primarily results from the induction of cell cycle arrest. Given these in vitro findings, we next examine the effect of ER-beta activation on MDA-MB231 tumor growth in vivo. 1 million MDA-MB231 ER-beta Luke cells were implanted subcutaneously into the right flank of 6 to 8 week old 
overreactomized female nude mice, and tumors were allowed to form and progress to a tumor volume of approximately 100 cubic millimeters. Following tumor establishment, animals were placed on doxycycline-containing chow and randomized to placebo or estrogen pellets. Tumor volume was determined weekly using calipers, and luciferase readouts were captured using the IVIS-2000 Xenogen machine after eight weeks of treatment. Animal weights were also measured weekly as a means of monitoring toxicities, and no changes were observed during the course of the study. Estrogen treatment resulted in suppression of tumor progression as indicated by a significantly increased time to tumor doubling compared to placebo-treated control animals. Time to tumor tripling was also significantly increased in estrogen-treated mice. To confirm that ER-beta expression was maintained throughout the course of the experiment, both mRNA and protein levels were determined in residual tumors at the time of sacrifice by RT-PCR and Western blotting. ER-beta protein expression was also monitored by immunohistochemistry in tumor sections. All of these analyses demonstrated that ER-beta expression was maintained and indicated that estrogen treatment may stabilize the ER-beta protein levels in vivo. To determine the mechanisms by which activation of ER-beta may elicit its tumor-suppressive effects, we interrogated transcriptomic data collected from vehicle and estrogen-treated MDA-MV231 ER-beta cells that were generated in their laboratory. Ingenuity pathway analysis of estrogen-regulated genes identified cell cycle regulation as one of the most significantly regulated networks. A heat map depicting the estrogen-regulated genes identified within this network is shown in Figure 5b and indicates that the majority of these genes are suppressed in response to estrogen. A number of cyclin-dependent kinases, CDK, and their respective binding partners were downregulated including CDK1, CDC2, cyclin B, and cyclin H, while a number of keratins were upregulated. The downregulation of these targets was confirmed with qPCR analysis. Decreased protein levels of CDK1, the active form of CDK1, phospho-CDK1, and cyclin B1 were also observed in response to both estrogen and LY500307 treatment in ER-beta expressing MDA-MB231 cells. Furthermore, we confirmed that the expression of CDK1, cyclin B, and cyclin H were decreased in the MDA-MB231 ER-beta xenograft tumors isolated from estrogen-treated animals relative to placebo-treated controls. These data demonstrate that a number of important cell cycle-related genes are repressed by estrogen and LY500307 treatment in ER-beta-expressing TNBC cells. Since estrogen and LY500307 resulted in decreased expression of CDK1 and CDK7, we sought to further analyze the roles of these two proteins in regulating cell proliferation and cell cycle progression in TNBC cells. As a first step, we performed siRNA-mediated knockdown of CDK1 and CDK7 in MDA-MB231 cells. A pool of CDK1 or CDK7 siRNAs was shown to substantially decrease the mRNA and protein levels of these genes. Interestingly, knockdown of CDK7 also resulted in decreased expression of its binding partner, cyclin H, as well as its transcriptional target, the phosphorylation of serin-5 at the C-terminal domain of RNA polymerase II.
siRNA mediated suppression of CDK1 and CDK7 also resulted in significant decreases in the proliferation rates of MDA MB231 cells, effects that were independent of the presence or absence of ER beta expression. To confirm these effects, dose response curves were generated using the PAN CDK1 inhibitor, Dinosiclib, and the CDK7 inhibitor, BS181. Proliferation assays revealed potent inhibition of MDA-MB231 proliferation rates by both drugs in ER-beta-positive docs and ER-beta-negative no cell lines after six days. As seen with siRNA knockdown, drug inhibition of CDK7 with BS181 at or above the IC50 also showed altered protein levels of total RNA polymerase 2 and RNA polymerase 2 phosphoserin 5. These data demonstrate that knockdown or drug-mediated inhibition of CDK1 and CDK7 results in decreased proliferation in TMBC cells regardless of ER beta expression. In addition, CDK7 inhibition also has an effect on the phosphorylation of RNA polymerase 2 and therefore might play a dual role in cell cycle progression and transcription. To further elucidate the roles of CDK1 and CDK7 in modulating TNBC cell proliferation, we next analyzed the effects of siRNA-mediated knockdown of these two genes on cell cycle progression. As shown in Figure 7, knockdown of CDK1 resulted in a dramatic accumulation of MDA-MB231 cells in the G2 phase, 45%, of the cell cycle relative to the scrambled siRNA controls. Interestingly, Knockdown of CDK7 did not have a significant effect on cell cycle progression in spite of the fact that cell proliferation rates were decreased under these same conditions. This effect could be in part due to CDK7's role in transcription, where it is known to phosphorylate in the C-terminal domain of RNA polymerase 2 at serin 5. Drug-mediated inhibition of CDK1 with dinasiclib also resulted in a G2 arrest, similar to that of the siRNA. Blockade of CDK7 with BS181 had no significant effect on cell cycle progression, as was also shown to be the case in CDK7 siRNA transfected cells. Overall, these data demonstrate that suppression of CDK1 results in a G2 phase cell cycle arrest, while blockade of CDK7 function has no impact on cell cycle progression of TNBC cells. To further elucidate the roles of CDK1 and CDK7 in modulating TNBC cell proliferation, we next analyzed the effects of siRNA-mediated knockdown of these two genes on cell cycle progression. As shown in Figure 7, knockdown of CDK1 resulted in a dramatic accumulation of MDA-MB231 cells in the G2 phase, 45%, of the cell cycle relative to scrambled siRNA controls. Interestingly, Knockdown of CDK7 did not have a significant effect on cell cycle progression, in spite of the fact that cell proliferation rates were decreased under these same conditions. This effect could in part be due to CDK7's role in transcription, where it is known to phosphorylate the C-terminal domain of RNA polymerase 2 at serin 5. Drug-mediated inhibition of CDK1 with dinasiclib also resulted in a G2 arrest similar to that of the siRNA. Blockade of CDK7 with BS181 had no significant effect 
on cell cycle progression, as was also shown to be the case in CDK7 siRNA transfected cells. Overall, these data demonstrate that suppression of CDK1 results in a G2 phase cell cycle arrest, while blockade of CDK7 function has no impact on cell cycle progression of TNBC cells. ER-beta is a tumor suppressor whose expression is associated with a better prognosis in breast cancer. As ER-beta is expressed in approximately 30% of TNBCs, we sought to determine the therapeutic potential of targeting ER-beta in TNBC. In this manuscript, we demonstrate that ligand-mediated activation of ER-beta with estrogen, or the ER-beta selective agonist LY500307, resulted in anti-proliferative effects in vitro and suppression of tumor progression in vivo. Activation of ER-beta was shown to induce cell cycle arrest but not apoptosis. ER-beta was also shown to inhibit the expression of a number of cell cycle related genes both in vitro and in vivo, including CDK1, cyclin B, and cyclin H. siRNA and drug-mediated inhibition of CDK1 resulted in decreased proliferation of MDA-MB231 cells due to a G2M phase cell cycle arrest, effects that were independent of ER-beta expression. Inhibition of CDK7 using siRNA and BS181 resulted in decreased proliferation of TNBC cells, but had no effect on cell cycle progression. In this manuscript, we report for the first time that low concentrations of LY500307, a potent ER-beta selective agonist, can not only activate ER-beta, but also suppress proliferation of ER-beta expressing TNBC cells. These anti-proliferative effects are an extension of previous studies by our laboratory and others, demonstrating that ligand-mediated activation of ER-beta results in anti-proliferative effects in multiple cancer cell lines. In addition, we showed that estrogen treatment of mice harboring ER-beta-positive MDA-MB231 xenografts results in significant inhibition of tumor growth and in some animals induce complete tumor regression. These findings are in agreement with a previous collaborative study with Dr. Wei Zhu's group in which estrogen treatment induced anti-tumor effects in ER-beta-expressing MDA-MB468 xenografts. Previous findings from our laboratory have demonstrated that estrogen treatment of ER-beta-expressing HS578T TNBC cells inhibits proliferation primarily by inducing a G1 cell cycle arrest. We have confirmed these observations in the present study using MDA-MB231 ER-beta cells. In the MDA-MB231 ER-beta model, we also observed a slight but insignificant increase in G2 arrest. These findings agree with previous studies that have linked ligand-mediated activation of ER-beta to both G1 and G2 cell cycle rest in multiple types of cancer cell lines. In addition to cell cycle analysis, we performed an annexin 5 PI assay to determine if programmed cell death contributed to the observed decrease rates of proliferation. Interestingly, when ER-beta is expressed, the basal number of cells undergoing apoptosis decreased compared to when ER-beta is absent. These effects of ER-beta on decreased rates of apoptosis have been observed previously and may be related to the decreased rates of cell growth. These data indicated that alterations in apoptosis do not contribute to the tumor suppressive effects of ER-beta in this model system and instead 
that the majority of this phenotype is driven by increases in cell cycle rest. To understand the potential mechanisms of actions by which ER-beta suppresses cell cycle progression, we performed ingenuity pathway analysis on existing gene expression studies conducted by our laboratory. In this analysis, one of the most significantly altered biological pathways following estrogen treatment of MDA-MB231 ER-beta cells was a network of genes involved in cell cycle regulation. Among these genes were CDK1, cyclin B, and cyclin H, which were all significantly suppressed by estrogen treatment. Unliganded ER-beta has previously been shown to repress the expression of cyclin B1, which in turn decreases the activity of CDK1 and results in a G2 cell cycle rest in MCF7 cells. Another interesting observation was that a number of keratins were also upregulated. Keratins are known markers of differentiation that can be associated with histological grade. However, no observations of differential tumor histology were observed in the animal xenografts. To the best of our knowledge, our findings are the first to report that ER-beta suppresses the functions of CDK1 and CDK7 through suppression of cyclin H in TNBC. Since CDK1 is required for mitosis, approaches to target the CDK1 cyclin B complex are appealing for cancer therapy. In fact, agents targeting CDK1 or cyclin B have been shown to effectively block tumor growth and progression of multiple forms of cancer. While a pure CDK1 inhibitor does not yet exist, a number of pan-CDK inhibitors, including dinosaclib, have been developed. Dinosaclib targets CDK1, CDK2, CDK5, and CDK9 with in vitro IC50 values of 3 nanomoles, 1 nanomole, 1 nanomole, and 4 nanomoles respectively. At the concentrations utilized in this study, dinosaclib would have an effect on all four of these CDKs. Our results demonstrated a potent G2M cell cycle arrest indicative of CDK1 inhibition in TNBC cells and significantly decreased proliferation rate. These findings correlate well with other preclinical studies demonstrating inhibition of cell proliferation by siRNA-mediated suppression or dinosaclib treatment in other types of cancer cell lines. Furthermore, clinical studies of dinosaclib have demonstrated efficacy in both solid tumors and relapsed multiple myeloma with a manageable safety profile. In addition to CDK1, we also demonstrated that CDK7 function is likely to be repressed given the decreased expression of cyclin H following estrogen treatment of ER-beta expressing MDA-MB231 cells and xenograft tumors. CDK7 knockdown was shown to decrease cyclin H protein levels, an effect that has also been observed in a previous report. CDK7, unlike other CDKs, plays a dual role in regulating both cell cycle progression and transcription. In regard to cell cycle progression, inhibition of CDK7, specifically during the G2 phase of the cell cycle, prevents entry into mitosis by disrupting the assembly and the phosphorylation of the CDK1 cyclin B complex. On the other hand, CDK7 plays an important role in transcription where it phosphorylates serin 5 at the C-terminal domain of RNA polymerase 2. Here, we demonstrate that knockdown or drug inhibition of CDK7 did indeed have an effect on the phosphorylation of RNA polymerase 2 at serin 5. In the present report, 
Inhibition of CDK7 resulted in decreased proliferation of TNBC cells, which could be due to the transcriptional activity of CDK7 rather than its influence on cell cycle progression as no effect was observed. These findings are in agreement with a previous study demonstrating that some TNBC cells are addicted to CDK7-mediated transcription and that suppression of CDK7 function elicits tumor-suppressive effects. In conclusion, these data indicate that ligand-mediated activation of ER-beta in TNBC cells results in decreased proliferation rates, cell cycle arrest, and suppression of tumor growth. These effects are likely mediated in part by suppression of CDK1 and CDK7 function. We provide further evidence that inhibition of CDK1 and CDK7 expression function also results in decreased proliferation of TNBC cells, effects that are independent of ER-beta expression or estrogen treatment. These findings support the notion that CDK1 and CDK7 serve as clinically relevant therapeutic targets in TNBC, an area of study that has yet to be fully explored. Doxycycline, DOX, inducible MDA-MB231 ER-beta cells were established in our laboratory as previously described and were maintained in phenol red-free DMEM F12 medium supplemented with 10% fetal bovine serum, FBS, 1% antibiotic antimycotic, AA, 5 mg per liter lecithin S, and 500 mg per liter xenosin, and cultured in a humidified 37 degrees Celsius incubator with 5% carbon dioxide. Hyclone charcoal dextrin stripped FBS, CSFBS, was purchased from GE Healthcare Life Sciences. For xenograph models, the MDA-MB231 ER-beta Luke cell line was generated by stably integrating the PLNCX FLUC Firefly luciferase vector into the doxycycline-inducible ER-beta-1 expressing MDA-MB231 cell line. MDA-MB231 ER-beta Luke cells were maintained in identical medium with the addition of 500 micrograms per liter pyromycin. 17-beta estradiol, E2, and doxycycline, DOX, were purchased from Sigma Aldrich. The ER-beta selective agonist, LY500307, was obtained from Eli Lilly. Dinosiclib and BS181 hydrogen chloride were purchased from Celechem. MDA-MB231 ER-beta cells were plated at 35,000 cells per well in 24 well plates with 10% CSFBS containing media supplemented with 100 nanograms per milliliter DOX for 24 hours. Cells were transfected with 100 nanograms of the estrogen response element, ERE, luciferase reporter construct using Fugene-6 transfection reagent in CSFBS containing media. The next day, cells were washed twice with one times PBS and treated with CSFBS containing media supplemented with 100 nanograms per milliliter DOX and ethanol control, 1 nanomole estrogen, 1, 10, 100, and 1,000 nanomoles LY500307 for 24 hours. Cells were harvested using one times passive lysis buffer and equal amounts of protein extract were assayed using luciferase assay reagent and a Glomax dual luminometer. Relative proliferation rates were determined using crystal violet assays. 
Briefly, cells were plated in replicates of eight at a density of 2,000 cells per well in 96 well plates using 10% CSFBS containing phenol red free medium in the presence 100 nanograms per milliliter or absence of docs as indicated. 24 hours later, the cells were treated with vehicle ethanol, one nanomole E2 or various concentrations of LY500307, dinaciclib BS181 or siRNAs as indicated. After six days of treatment, cells were fixed with methanol and stained with crystal violet. Staining was solubilized with 100 nanomoles sodium citrate and quantified using a plate reader at wavelength 550 nanometers. Replicates were averaged among treatment groups and values were normalized to vehicle control treated cells. Experiments were repeated a minimum of three times and a representative data set is shown. Student t-tests were performed to determine significance between treatments and vehicle controls. MDA MB231 ER beta cells were plated in 10 centimeter tissue culture dishes in 10% CS FBS containing medium. Following 24 hours of treatment in the absence or presence of docs, cells were treated with ER beta ligands, drugs, or siRNAs. ER beta ligand treatment was performed for both 24 hours and 5 days while drug inhibitors or siRNA knockdowns were harvested and assayed after 24 hours. Propidium iodide, PI, staining was performed for cell cycle analysis as previously described, and an exon 5 PI staining for apoptosis as previously described. Briefly, on the day of harvest, cells were washed with 1 times PBS and dissociated using 1 milliliter TRIP-LE. For cell cycle analysis, cells were fixed, permeabilized, and incubated with RNA-A solution for 15 minutes. PI was added and cells were incubated at room temperature in the dark for 15 minutes prior to analysis by flow cytometry. For apoptosis analysis, following dissociation, cells were stained with the Nexin-5 on ice in the dark for 30 minutes. Propinium iodide was then added and samples were analyzed within one hour. Flow cytometry was performed using the fax caliber flow machine in the Mayo Clinic Flow Cytometry Core Facility. ModFit LT software was utilized to determine the percentage of cells in G1, S, and G2M phases for each treatment and subsequently averaged across triplicate experiments. CellQuest Pro software was implemented to determine the percent Nexin-5 positive and Nexin-5 PI positive cells for each treatment which were considered to be apoptotic. Values were summed for each sample and averaged among treatment groups. MDA MB231 ER beta cells were plated in 10 centimeter tissue culture dishes in the presence of docs and treated with ethanol vehicle or one nanomole estrogen for five days in 10% CSFBS containing medium. A human apoptosis array kit was purchased from R&D Systems Inc. and the assay was performed following the manufacturer's protocol. Briefly, nitrocellulose membranes containing capture and control antibodies spotted in duplicate for each target were blocked for an hour at room temperature. 400 micrograms of each cell lysate was applied to respective membranes and incubated overnight at 4 degrees Celsius. 
The next day, membranes were washed and incubated with a cocktail of biotinylated primary detection antibodies for an hour at room temperature. After washing, membranes were incubated with strepovidin HRP for 30 minutes. One milliliter of chemi reagent mix was applied to each membrane for one minute before removal and exposure to x-ray film. Quantification was performed using ImageJ software. MDA MB231 ER beta Luke cells were grown at 37 degrees Celsius with 5% carbon dioxide until approximately 80% confluency, at which time they were trypsinized, counted, and resuspended at 1 times 10 to the 6 cells per 100 microliters in equal volumes of 1 times PBS and matrigel. Cells were injected into the right flank of 6 to 8 week old overreactomized female nude mice purchased from the Jackson Laboratory. Tumor volumes were measured weekly using digital calipers. Once the average tumor volume for all animals reached approximately 100 cubic millimeters, mouse diets were changed to 200 milligrams per kilogram dox-containing chow to induce tumoral expression of ER-beta, and animals were randomized to placebo or 17-beta estradiol pellets. Pellets were purchased from Innovative Research of America and were implanted into the nape of the neck using a trocar. Tumor volumes were monitored weekly with digital calipers using the formula tumor volume equals one-half length times width squared. Additionally, luciferase-based imaging was performed as previously described using the Xenogen IVIS 200 imaging system. In brief, mice were sedated with isoflurane and 1 mg D-luciferin, 10 mg per milliliter in PBS, was administered via intraperitoneal injection. Images were captured approximately 15 minutes after injection to allow for the development of complete luciferase activity. All animal work was carried out in strict accordance with the recommendations in the Guide for the Care and Use of Laboratory Animals of the National Institutes of Health. The protocol was approved by the Mayo Clinic Institutional Animal Care and Use Committee. At the time of sacrifice, tumor xenografts were dissected and an approximately 5 mm thick section was obtained through the center of each tumor and was processed for formalin fixation and paraffin embedding. Five micrometer sections were cut and utilized for ER-beta IHC analysis. Additional tumor pieces were processed for RNA extraction using the triazole reagent and protein extraction using RIPA buffer as described below. 5 micron formalin fixed paraffin embedded sections were cut for immunostaining and analyzed as previously described. IHC staining was performed at the Pathology Research Core using the Lycia Bond RX stainer. Briefly, tissue slides were de-waxed and retrieved online using the following reagents Bond de-wax and Epitope Retrieval 2 EDTA based. Tissue slides were retrieved for 30 minutes. The ER-beta-1 PPG510 antibody was diluted 1 to 75 in background-reducing antibody dilute and incubated for 30 minutes. This antibody has been shown to be highly specific and sensitive for detection of only the full-length form of this receptor in previous IHC studies. Existing microarray data from our laboratory was analyzed for pathways that were significantly altered following one nanomole E2 treatment for five days using the Ingenuity Pathway Analysis software. 
significant canonical pathways in which the differentially expressed genes, DEGS, in the tested samples were enriched were identified. The IPA program applies Fisher's exact test to calculate a p-value that represents the probability of the DEGS in the pathway being found together due to random chance. Specifically, genes identified in the microarray with differential expression p-values less than or equal to 0.05 and fold changes greater than or equal to 1.5 were used as focus genes. Pathways with p-values less than 0.05 were significantly enriched. One microgram of total RNA was reverse transcribed using the iScript cDNA synthesis kit. Real-time PCR was performed in triplicate using a BioRAD CFX real-time PCR detection system. The Perfecta SYBR Green Fast Mix PCR kit was used according to the manufacturer's instructions and the following cycling conditions were employed. 95 degrees Celsius for 2 minutes, followed by 40 cycles of 95 degrees Celsius for 5 seconds and 60 degrees Celsius for 30 seconds. Melt curves were generated to ensure amplification of a single PCR product. Quantitation of the PCR results were calculated based on the threshold cycle, CT, and normalized to the controls, TATA binding protein, TBP, or 18S ribosomal RNA. All PCR primers were designed using Primer3 software and were purchased from integrated DNA technologies. Primer sequences are listed in Table 1. Total protein lysates were prepared using RIPA buffer. RIPA buffer was supplemented with an EDTA-free protease inhibitor cocktail and phosphatase inhibitor cocktail prior to use. Protein concentrations were determined using a Bradford assay and equal amounts of lysate were loaded into 4-15% to gradient SDS page gels transferred to PVDF and blocked with 5% milk in TBST for one hour at room temperature. Blots were probed with the following primary antibodies, CDK7, Cyclin B1, Cyclin H, Phospho-CDK1, THR161, and Total CDK1 from cell signaling technology. Beta-catenin and Total RNA polymerase 2 from Millipore. Vinculin and RNA polymerase 2 Phosphosur5 from Abcam. Primary antivirus were prepared in either 5% milk or 5% BSA in TBST per company recommendations and incubated overnight at 4 degrees Celsius. After washing, blots were incubated with anti-mouse SC2005 and anti-rabbit SC2004 secondary antibodies from Santa Cruz Biotechnology for one hour at room temperature. Blots were imaged on the Odyssey FC system with the imager set to capture the 700 nanometer and chemic channels for 30 seconds and 10 minutes respectively. For infrared fluorescence, protein lysates were prepared, loaded, and the gel was run exactly as described above. Membranes were transferred using FLPVDF and blocked with Odyssey blocking buffer for one hour at room temperature. Blots were probed with the following primary antibodies. ER-beta from Santa Cruz and B-actin from Sigma. Primary antibodies were prepared in Odyssey PBS buffer and incubated overnight at 4 degrees Celsius. After washing, blots were incubated with anti-mouse 680RD or anti-rabbit 
800 CW secondary antibodies for one hour at room temperature protected from the light. Plots were imaged on the Odyssey FC system with the imager set to capture the 700 nanometer and 800 nanometer channels. For knockdown experiments, two pre-designed siRNAs targeting both CDK1 and CDK7 were purchased from Dharmacon and consisted of the following sequences. CDK1-9, 5-GUACAGAUCCAGAAGUA3, CDK1-10, 5-G-A-U-C-A-A-C-U-C-U-U-C-A-G-G-A-U-U-3, CDK7-5, 5-G-G-A-C-A-U-A-G-A-U-C-A-G-A-A-G-C-U-A-3, CDK7-6, 5-C-A-A-U-A-G-A-C-U-U-A-U-A-C-A-C-A-U-3, the SI genome non-targeting siRNA pool 1 was used as a negative control. Transfections were performed with a pool of the two CDK1 or CDK7 siRNAs or the control siRNA using Darmafect Reagent 1 according to the manufacturer's instructions. A final concentration of 25 nanomoles of total siRNA was used for all experiments. Drug-mediated inhibition of CDK1 and CDK7 was performed using dinaciclib and BS181. Dose-response proliferation assays were performed for six days to determine the inhibitory concentration of 50% of our MDA-MB231 cells, IC50, for each CDK inhibitor. The CDK inhibitors were tested at the following concentrations. Dinaciclib at 10 nanomoles, 25 nanomoles, and 50 nanomoles, and BS181 at 5 micromoles, 10 micromoles, and 20 micromoles. Proliferation assays were performed after 6 days, while cell cycle analysis via flow cytometry was performed at 48 hours following knockdown or drug inhibition of CDK1 and CDK7, as described above. All of the in vitro experiments were conducted with a minimum of 3 biological replicates, with 3 to 6 technical replicates per assay, and representative data sets are shown. A student's t-test was used to determine statistical significance between treatments relative to controls. p-values less than or equal to 0.05 were considered to be statistically significant. For the animal models, 8 mice per treatment group were utilized and a log rank test was used to assess whether time to tumor doubling differed between treatment groups. All graphs and analyses were processed using SAS 9.4.